Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. It's the 23rd of January, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1579, and we travel to the Netherlands. Today, a treaty was signed by Holland, Zealand, Utrecht, and the province, but not the city of Groningen. And this became known as the Union of Utrecht, and effectively united the northern provinces of the Netherlands until, until then, under the control of Habsburg, Spain. Some historians have described this as the formation of a Protestant Republic, as it was a reaction to the earlier Union of Arras, in which two southern provinces and a city had declared their support, support for Catholic Spain. However, it was more expansive than a Protestant Republic, in that the Union of Utrecht allowed complete freedom of religion and thus one of the first unlimited edicts of religious toleration an additional declaration allowed provinces and cities that wished to remain Roman Catholic to join them during the following months other states signed the treaty as well such as Ghent cities from Friesland three quarters of Gelders and then a bit later in the summer, Amersfoort from the province of Utrecht also joined, together with Ypres, Antwerp, Breda and Brussels. And in February 1580, Lier, Bruges and the surrounding area also signed the Union. And Antwerp was the capital of the Union until its fall to the Spanish. Flanders was almost entirely conquered by the Spanish troops, as was the half of Brabant, and so the United Provinces still recognised Spanish rule after the Union of Utrecht. However, the Union contributed to the deterioration in the relationships between the provinces and their lord, and two years later the United Provinces declared their independence to the king in the act of abjuration. The Eighty Years' War, sometimes known as the Dutch War of Independence, had started 11 years before, in 1568, and had been a revolt of the 17 provinces of what are today the Netherlands, Belgium and Luxembourg against Spain. After the initial stages, King Philip of Spain, Philip II of Spain, had regained control over most of the rebelling provinces. However, the northern provinces continued their resistance and eventually they were able to oust the Habsburg armies, and in 1581 they established the Republic of the Seven United Netherlands. Here we see the origins of the Dutch colonial empire, which began with Dutch attacks on Portugal's overseas territories. The protracted, protracted conflict ultimately cost Spain the Dutch provinces. This eclipsing by Spain, by the Dutch provinces, would have a seismic effect not just on the politics of Europe, but on the world's politics. Why did this happen? It seems that the dominant reason was that the Spanish were overextended with their empire, and they could no longer afford the expense of conflict. This was not the case in the Netherlands. Its booming economy mainly powered by Dutch banks and a thriving stock market, 
meant that the soldiers in the rebel armies got their pay on time. On the Spanish front it was very different. Troops were usually owed months and in many cases years of back pay and as a result they fought with less enthusiasm and they often mutinied. It was the waning of the Spanish Siglo de Oro, its golden period of overseas expansion, European power and religious and cultural flourishing. The Dutch Republic was eventually recognised by Spain and the major European powers in 1609 at the start of the Twelve Years' Truce. Then, after more fighting, the Dutch Republic was definitively recognised as an independent country, no longer part of the Holy Roman Empire, and this ushered in the beginning of the Dutch Golden Age. Although religion had lit the Dutch paper, it had significant economic and geopolitical effects and the Spanish Empire lost its European hegemonic status. The success of the Dutch Republic in its struggle to get away from the Spanish crown had damaged the reputation of Spain and had significant effect in its colonies. Jesuit father Diego de Rosales described Chile from a military point of view as Indian Flanders. And as the Dutch grew as a geopolitical force, in a couple of generations, William III of Orange would invade England in 1688, albeit assisted by his wife Mary, to depose her father, James II of England, Scotland and Ireland. William was a staunch Protestant, but he also imported to Britain the Dutch tolerance for religious freedom. With the Toleration Act, in 1689, bringing peace to non-conformists. See the pod on January the 21st about the Pilgrim Fathers. It did not, however, extend toleration as far as William wished, because it still restricted the religious liberty of Roman Catholics, non-Trinitarians and those of non-Christian faiths. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. If you'd like to know more about religious freedom, or anything in today's podcast, email the show on pogppod at gmail.com or visit our website at pogp.net. Have a lovely day, wherever you are, and thanks for listening.